0: Hey, what's going on? Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Business Life and Coffee Show. More specifically, this is Coffee Shop Q&A, where we bring experts into the room to help you tackle some of life's and business's most important challenges. This week, we have a special guest. Uh, I We met on, on Clubhouse. Believe it or not, we met on Clubhouse. And uh, through the wonders of the Internet, we are connected. Um, but our, our conversation today is going to help you identify the most important skill that employers look for, uh, a great candidate pool to pull from for this skill and an event that this person is spearheading that recently happened that we want to get more awareness behind. So, uh, Dr. Chris Medina, Coach Joey. Medina. How are yeah you doing? everyone calls me coach. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey coach, I'm glad you're here and I'm glad that we were able to connect over Clubhouse.
1: Yes, thank you so much and thank you for being at the award ceremony with with at the event. It was fantastic.
0: Um really appreciate it. Yeah, and let's talk about this event. So it is the National HBCU Speech and Debate Association. It's the annual competition.
1: Yeah, it's the uh, national championship tournament. You know, it's, it gives students an opportunity to really hone the skills that they need in this ever-changing economy that's going on right now. And uh, so it's a it's a wonderful opportunity to get all these kids from all these different HBCUs together compete, but also have a sense of camaraderie and build skills at the same time. So it's really awesome.
0: Yeah. And what I love about it is just the fact that uh, when you master speech and debate, you're able to bring value to any room that you walk in, um, whether it's on a personal side of just making uh, conversation lively and fun. But even from a workplace perspective where you're critically engaging on topics uh, and being Bringing value and, and thought, uh, so, so m- people may not know this about me, but uh, I actually in my high school. I was on my high school's debate team. And, okay, you never so, told me that. No, I had to, I had to save some of the good stuff for the show. <laughs> I had to save some of the good stuff for the show. So awesome. if you're wondering why um, why Coach is on the podcast, why Jumpstart is you know a, a national sponsor of this event, and uh, why it made sense to say yes. A, the mission is just uh, dynamite, uh, and um, who wouldn't uh, say yes to this? But just my my background, my story, in, in growing up—you know, high school debate team. Uh, I, my my brother went to to a local HBCU. I, I grew up in a community where there's such HBCU pride, and everyone right, knows the home. What's cool? uh, Prince George's County? Oh, okay, Prince okay. George's okay. County. Yeah, so so we're close to. Well, Bowie State is in the county, but then there's Coppin, Morgan, Howard, oh, University yeah. of uh, uh Coppin State University, um uh, Eastern Shore University of Maryland, Eastern Shore. So many, so many phenomenal. Uh, and institutes. you know what,
1: A lot of people don't realize that a lot of very successful people actually competed in speech and debate, not only in high school but also at HBCUs. Uh, you know, when I got to Wiley, um, for those who don't know, uh, for seven years, I was the head coach of the great debaters, the team that was made famous by the Denzel Washington movie. And there weren't very many teams, uh, HBCU, speech and debate teams at the time. But the the students who competed at some of those schools went on to do amazing things. Kamala Harris is a former Howard debater. Um, Chadwick Bozeman competed at Howard. Uh, as well as in high school. And, uh, you know, so there are some amazing people that are coming out of speech and debate at
0: HBCUs. So, so the lead here is if you want to hire the next Kamala Harris, you need to be looking. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's amazing because we're the best kept secret, right?
1: So like Forbes magazine says that if you want someone to run your corporation, it needs to be someone from speech and debate. You look at all of the surveys from CEOs and they talk about the skills that are needed and the skills that are lacking right now from students coming out of even college are the ability to think critically, the ability to communicate, the ability to problem solve and work in teams, all of those soft skills. Uh, As a matter of fact, I think there was a survey recently where 90% of CEOs that were surveyed said that there is a soft skills gap. And those are the skills that are necessary for this rapidly evolving economy. I mean, they say that uh, we're, we're training students now for jobs that will be obsolete in the next 10 years. But those soft skills are the transferable skills that are going to help them to get the new
0: jobs that are up and coming and haven't even been created yet. I couldn't agree more, Coach. Because I, I think about uh, even with hiring for for organizations, you know, there there's, there are two types of people. You know, if if you say, "Hey, I need you to be at this place at this time," you know, one person's gonna, you know put it in Google and, and, and figure it out on their own and, and calculate it. Uh, and then the other is going to go back and ask you for more uh, clarifying questions where you've already given them enough to, um, to be dangerous. And so th- those folks who are critical thinkers, um, yes, it can be taught. But it's even better when someone comes into your organization and they're already groomed to think that way. Uh, it's going to absolutely. Make
1: sure that- it helps with productivity, right? You know, yep. the organization ends up spending less money on training that individual. Yeah, there's more potential for leadership, and just you know them going straight into a leadership position because those are leadership skills, right? That's what we're teaching is leadership skills. It was really funny because you know when I was in school, I didn't know that they were leadership skills. And even when I was coaching, you know, I didn't really realize how integral these skills are to leadership until I went and got my Ph.D. in leadership. It was like, well, I'm already building leaders. You know, let's <laughs> let's just go ahead and get the education. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Coach, let's let's park here a little bit. And in your story, um, we we've chatted offline. You know, you say there was one incident that, that changed your life for the better and you, you didn't know uh, it would be that way. But let, let's get to know Coach. Who are you? What's your background? Why did you get into speech and debate? Uh, Who who are you? Who's coach? Yeah, so when
1: I was in school, I wasn't a very good student. And I didn't know it at the time, but I had some learning disabilities. I am dyslexic and I'm ADHD and didn't know it. I wasn't doing great in school. My family, uh, most of them worked in warehouses or were in the military uh, or in the military and then worked in warehouses. And I thought that that's what my life would be. So I started hanging out with a lot of bad people, going the gang route, doing a lot of bad things, mainly because I didn't know that I was smart. Uh, I really didn't, uh, especially because that's what people told me, even teachers. They told me I was stupid. Um, but when I joined the debate team, I shattered my elbow in, uh, in football and I, you know, needed something, uh, a home, a family. So I joined the debate team and I fell in love. And I found my family, and they actually taught me that I was smart. Um, So, in actuality, this activity saved my life. And it was pretty much at that moment I decided that I had to save as many lives as possible. Um, As a matter of fact, about 80 to 90% of the students on my teams have said that this activity has saved their life. You know, I've had students that have gone from gang members to, uh, you know, school principals, homeless to attorneys. You know, and everything in between. Uh, the power of this activity is really the best kept secret. Um, because it helps kids to get through school, helps them to even overcome learning disabilities. It creates engagement. It is so powerful. And, you know, I like to shout it from the rooftops because <laughs> it's so important.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, by by Jumpstart supporting your mission, I, w- I want to take this to more rooftops and uh, get a bigger microphone behind you, or I guess in front of you, uh, because you're right, you know, this type of activity... Uh, it's not just the competition; it's the hours of rigor, it's the study, it's the preparation, it is the mindset that before you even walk into this room, you have to have done the work because the part, half of the battle is the preparation. That's right. You know, and then it's when you get into a room like this and you're debating and uh, you are answering questions in real time and figuring out how to adapt. You know, for an organization to See that on a resume, I think that should bump them up, you know, fifty points uh, because that one line alone about being a, a part of the speech and debate club speaks volumes. In the same way, uh, or maybe even more, someone argue uh, that you might see, uh, you know, collegiate athlete or D- Division one athlete because we we know um, that that means you were up at five a.m., you know how to keep a schedule, you know how to be responsible uh, towards other people. You know how to compete. You know how to want to win. I think the more we expose people to the life behind, you know, the speech and debate member, they're going to see that some of those similar skills that we value from athletes who transition into the workforce are very, very similar.
1: Yeah, you know, it's amazing because, you know, I've seen students who have gone from, you know, below a, a, a 1.0 GPA to graduating with a 3.5, you know, because it creates engagement, but also because they've learned the skills necessary, you know, in order to be able to become successful. The time that they put into the study and the preparation and so forth. Uh, you know, when I was at Wiley, we had a 97% graduation rate from the team. And 91% received scholarship offers to graduate school. And every student who accepted their offer now has a graduate degree because it prepares those students for what comes next. Now, these are students that uh, Wiley College was an open enrollment school. So, you know, we're not talking about the Harvard, you know, elite. We're mm-hmm. talking about students who, in some cases, didn't graduate high school. They got GEDs you know but because they put the time and effort and energy into this activity that translated over into their everyday life and so they were able to become successful because of that training but in addition to that it also trains us for for life in society right so many things going on in society uh, over the past few months uh, even the past few years And one of the things that this activity does is allows people to see things from different perspectives, right? When you're debating, you have to be able to see an issue from multiple perspectives, and that creates empathy. And empathy is something that is huge and something that is lacking, which empathy leads to civil discourse, where we can actually have conversations and communicate without trying to kill each other. Mm -hmm. So these skills are underrated and even more important than people realize,
0: yeah, so, so important. And, and almost you, you feel like uh, by the time people land in the workforce, if they don't have those skills already. Um, yeah, I believe many things can be taught, but you have to overcome the uh, emotional roadblock of, well, I've always thought this way. I've always yes. lived my life this way. So why would I want to change now? Whereas with students who undergo speech and debate or that are part of the team, they have been trained with that empathy, with that civil civil discourse. So I- and, uh and different perspectives, yeah. right? Yes. They can see things from different perspectives.
1: We don't always get to argue what we believe, You know, we have to argue from both sides of an issue. So we have to find the best arguments, whether we believe them or not. And that's not to say that we shouldn't believe. But what that is to say is that we can still analyze and figure out what the, you know, good arguments or evidence is for any position, which is instrumental in business, right? When you're sitting in a room and you're able to back up your point, Right. Or you're able to see things from even another person's perspective, right? You have a potential client that you're sitting down with. And if you can see things from their perspective, then you can come to a, a, a better compromise or common ground with that individual.
0: It, it, so it's instrumental in a lot of different areas. Yeah, Chris, I love it, and I hope that uh, if, if people that are listening right now, you're you're googling, you're checking out the website uh, for the speech and debate competition. I also hope you're hopping on LinkedIn and you're putting the keyword in for uh, speech and debate team, uh, HBCU speech and debate team, uh, to see what type of candidates you can find uh, for your for your jobs. But uh, coach, could you could you talk about maybe some of the um, the the career paths uh, that speech and debate team members um, land and, and are most successful in, you know, is it just communication? Is it tech? Is it medicine? Is it law? What are some of the fields that you're seeing uh, people go into after being a part of the speech and debate team? Yeah, it's so funny because, you know, most
1: people think that, oh, uh, you know, speech and debaters, they're going to be, you know, either in the comm department, you know, communications, they're going to be, you know, putting out press releases and that sort of thing. But we actually get students from all walks of life and all disciplines, right? My number one debater right now, um, Chiamaka Okoye at Prairie View, she is actually a biology major um you know so she is actually going to end up being a bioethics attorney mm. um you know so it, you know really unusual That's but i've awesome. had students that have actually gone on to get their mfAs in acting um some of my students have gone on they're politicians and celebrities and business leaders and teachers and just all it all walks of life um, because the skills that we teach are not the hard skills, they're the soft skills that are in addition to what it is that they're learning in their, you know, in their programs. And so not only do we attract people from all walks of life, but that we make them better in those positions. And so, you know, more and more students come from such diverse backgrounds that they're able to go into a number of different fields.
0: Jumpstart HR is changing the face of the HR industry with their outsourcing, project consulting, and phone support. Enabling startups and small businesses to outsource their HR needs from anywhere in the US, from new business and legal compliance to employee performance management and outplacement services. Within the business community, Jumpstart HR is a trusted and reliable service. In fact, companies like Forbes, HR.com, and Inc. Magazine have all featured Jumpstart HR for their easy-to-use, hourly, monthly, and on-call support that is tailored specifically to each client's needs. This saves clients like you a lot of time and money. To learn more, schedule your free HR evaluation today at jumpstart-hr.com. Uh, that's incredible, and I, I love it because I think about... Um, I had a conversation this morning with a a client, uh, one of the members of a a client organization, and we were talking about the the premise of project management. And, you know, um, within the organization, they had rolled out a project management tool. And uh, I was just evaluating it, taking a look at the progress they've made on it. And I said, you know, project management it's not just the tool it's your ability to galvanize people it's your ability to uh, to articulate and to communicate and if you are already honing those uh behaviors and activities and those soft skills it's a lot easier than if you know something is put on your plate and you have to to learn those skills from scratch so the speech and debate team members you know they're way ahead of the game way ahead of the game
1: yeah, actually, uh, students who graduate uh, from a speech and debate background actually have power. And a lot of people confuse power and authority, right? Uh, authority is the position title. Power is the ability to influence, the ability to motivate, you know, the, abil- the ability to inspire. And these students have that ability because they've been, you know, uh, honing that ability. They've been learning that ability, but they can utilize all of those skills so that they can create a vision and everyone can buy into that vision. So, you know, these students have so much power. And, and like I said, people don't realize it. But even like your example with project management, right? You were talking about how you have to get the team on board and get them to the end goal. That's power. That's influence, right? The ability to set that vision Have them see that vision and then everyone do what it takes in order to achieve the goals of that vision so that they can, uh, these leaders can demonstrate that whatever it is that they're working on is something that's bigger than themselves. They can galvanize that team together in order to achieve that goal. I love it.
0: I love it. I could go on all day talking about this. (laughs) Uh, I want to leave some room, though, for you in the conversation to make a few asks, uh you never know who's listening to this conversation uh this may be a segment that we post on social media and the right person's watching so if there are any asks that you have of people with regard to the uh the association uh the championship hiring recruiting anything, I want to leave an open floor for you to, to pitch uh, some asks that you may have of our audience and hopefully someone I, I am believing that someone's going to respond. Favorably, uh, uh, I'm this. so
1: appreciative. What's the that. ask? So the first ask is is that we would love to create partnerships with companies, organizations, and, and create affiliations. So one of the events that we have at our national championship The next one coming up in, you know, 2022. But that gives us time. That gives us time to galvanize these partnerships. But one of the events that we have is interviewing where students actually compete in competitive job interviews. My vision has always been to have organizations or companies that have the ability to give students internships or jobs and have them come and judge these events. You know, they'll have access to these resumes. They'll be able to actually increase the diversity within their workforce, they're going to be able to get the best and brightest students, students who have these leadership skills, uh, you know, already, they've already been trained with these leadership skills. And so it's beneficial for the company or the organization, but it's also beneficial for our kids to have something tangible to work, work toward, right? So if a student ends up getting a, a job or an internship from, you know, a a Google or a Microsoft or, you know, one of these amazing companies, uh, you know, to be able to hold that up and say, all my hard work paid off and look what I did. But also there's amazing companies out there that are startups or small companies that are building and want people of this caliber that are going to help them to build their organization. So that's the first ask. You know, the second ask is that, you know, we would love to have, you know, sponsors or partners that can help us to, you know, take this mission beyond where it is right now, to help us to build this mission, to help us to get the, the information out there. I keep saying that we're the best kept secret. I don't want to be a secret anymore. You know, I, I want to be, I want everyone to know about what it is that's going on and who these students are coming out of this organization because they're amazing kids and they're doing amazing things once they graduate and
0: everybody needs to know it. Well, I'll, I'll do my part, Coach, to help amplify the message and uh, try to attract some, some great internship opportunities and uh, interviewers who can provide really good feedback for the students. Um, and I know you're already doing your part of creating a, a platform for these students uh, and inspiration for these students. So my hat goes off to you. I remember where I was in college and even in high school and how uh, folks like you shaped my life. You know, mentors, visionaries, uh, guiding leaders. Um, So to all of those folks who go through the program and don't say thank you, I'm saying it on their behalf because I know how impactful it is. I appreciate it. But Joey, I want to say two
1: things real quick. One is we really appreciate companies and organizations like yours, you know, those who are willing to reach out and to help, you know, nonprofits or other organizations to build, uh, because what you've done for us has been absolutely amazing and what you've been done with us has been absolutely amazing. And the other thing is, is that, you know, we've talked about speech and debate teams, but we also need to recognize that these skills need to be taught in our schools. You know, when I was at Wiley, I created the first debate across the curriculum program in higher education and I studied it. And I saw the impact that it made on the students in regular classes, not just the speech and debate kids. So we're currently actually creating an educational program to roll out to schools, school districts, colleges, universities um, that is really utilizing debate and critical thinking as a teaching methodology. And so we're starting to work with some of these schools and school districts who are really excited about, you know, where it's taking them and what it's doing for their students. So I'm hoping that we can also, you know, grow that opportunity for schools and school districts
0: as an organization. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Well, this has been another episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, why not go on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a five-star review? Also share it with members of your community. Let them know that you ha- and came across a really good conversation. And we can't wait to get in contact with you next week. New episode next week.